This is the Personal Finance Made Simple podcast, and here we believe that everyone can take control of their money, but personal finance should not be, and it is not complicated, and you deserve to live without money stress. I am your host, your financial coach, your money coach, Dan Roman. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning in to the podcast, to the show. I greatly appreciate it. If you haven't slowed down for a moment and reviewed and subscribed to this podcast, please do so. And also be sure to share your favorite podcast with your friend, with your neighbor, your coworker, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, whomever you think will need the information that we're talking about. Share this podcast with them so that they can gain what you're gaining from this. In the show notes of this podcast episode, you'll find all my social accounts as well as my email address. If you have a question, email it to me, give me as much information as you're comfortable sharing, and I would love to answer it. A study was done on the state of personal finances for 2022, for the first quarter, which is January, February, and March. The study of over a thousand people, participants, was um, conducted by Ramsey Solutions. They hired a third-party research firm. And the whole point of the study is to give all of us some insight into how other people are seeing money, how other people are making decisions around their money. And I want to cover some of the highlights of that study today. So first and foremost, inflation was a primary concern for us, for these individuals in the survey for the first quarter of this year, which makes sense, right? Things are more expensive. The, our dollars don't go as far. So a lot of decisions are based on that. Can we do it? Can we not? Should we do it? Should we not? Should we buy this thing or should we kind of just hold on to the money as a just in case? So the first bullet point of this is that inflation dramatically impacted those those decisions. Next, people were seeing how inflation actually impacted their day-to-day, their budgeting, their money management, how they're spending it. And just to give you some examples, if we look at groceries, 57% of the people in the survey said that they spend more this year than last year. And if we're all paying attention, I would agree. Groceries are more expensive. We already knew that. Now... For summer vacations, half of the people in the study said that they're going to be increasing their travel budget. Also makes sense considering that fuel costs are more expensive. Fuel fuel costs are more expensive for people on a cruise ship, people on an airplane, or people renting cars, or people driving. So again, makes sense because fuel has increased in price by a lot. Next, the Despite inflation going up, a little more than a third said that they admitted to making impulse purchases while shopping. I think this one is a little bit of a surprise, but not really. When you consider that when we feel good, confident, and secure, we spend money to have fun. But when we feel scared stressed or anxious, we spend money to feel better. This one is not surprising to me. Next one. The buy now, pay later payment plans remain popular with about 21% of people saying that they use them. But a majority of the buy now, pay later users said that they can't keep up with the payments. 
which is interesting. Now, I had a podcast episode related to the Buy Now, Pay Later program. Maybe I mentioned it. I really don't remember. But it makes sense when you consider that Buy Now, Pay Later is just another form of debt strategically created to make us buy more. So be careful with that. Be extremely careful with that. Next bullet point. Tax refunds. So for those individuals that received the tax refund, about half said that they were going to be planning to use that to cover normal bills or to pay down debt, which is a smart play, especially if you have debt, um, taking care of that, trying to drive that down as much as possible because debt is just more risk on you. Debt is the debt is more money leaving your pocket. And for some other individuals, playing catch up on your bills if you're behind. That's really important. Next. People were most often turned to their family members and their friends for financial advice. About 33% of the participants in the survey said that they would turn to, to their family, while 25% of the participants says said that they would turn to their friends for financial advice. And I think if you... If you factor in that there's some relatability, some commonality with what's going on with the world, because we're not the only ones going through these changes in with our money. We're not the only ones going through inflation. So checking in with your friends, checking in with your family makes sense. Checking in to see how they're handling things makes sense. Now, my only advice is if you are going to be tapping into your friends and or family for money advice, make sure that they are in a better position than you, because it would suck that you're asking advice to someone that has a lot of debt, doesn't have a budget, isn't investing, you know, you have to be careful with whose advice you seek. Next, cryptocurrency, the the the, the enthusiasm, the interest behind cryptocurrency continued to increase, which was surprising to me. Um, but, you know, it's, in my opinion, something that's always been hyped-based, I'm not a believer of crypto, but if you are, just know that throughout the first quarter of 2022, it still remained an interest for a lot of people. Next. Majority of people with student loan debt, about 77% believe that at least some of their debt would be forgiven by the government. While about 40% said that they were still likely very worried about making payments once um, the payments started up again. So to recap that, 77% overall said that they believed student loan forgiveness would happen. They believed it would happen. That's a pretty high percentage when you consider the government isn't exactly very honest they don't honor commitments well, and I don't personally believe student loan forgiveness will happen. The the stat, I guess, for me that I feel closer to my heart is four out of ten people saying that they're extremely worried about payments starting up again. I would be worried about that too, considering that the average student loan is between thirty and forty grand that somebody owes and the average payment is somewhere between 2 to 400 bucks 
It's a lot, especially if money's tight. Next bullet point from a jobs standpoint, um, about less than half of the people in the survey were extremely satisfied with their jobs, with half considering changing jobs. We've seen this. There's no surprise. COVID really changed the way we look at things from a lot of different ways, a lot of different angles, but it also changes the way we feel about our work, and we want to do work that's more meaningful. We want to do work that is more accommodating, more flexible, and a lot of us want to do more work that allows us to work from home simply to remove us from the outside world and catching COVID and being vulnerable to COVID, right? No one wants to have COVID. I had COVID for, I had COVID in November of 2020, was hospitalized for a week. I'm not trying to get COVID again. And I don't want anybody close to me to get COVID because we just don't know what's going to happen. So I don't want any of you to get COVID because we just don't know what's going to happen. And the last bullet point here related to COVID and work is working remotely, working from home, right? Um, that still impacted the real estate market with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of desire. Um, just over 33% of people in the survey said working from home is very important. Working from home is a priority. And because working from home is a priority, it drived their desire. It drive their need to buy a home. So these are just some of the 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 highlights of this study. I do have a feeling that in the weeks to come, I'm going to dissect each bullet point separately and give you more more context. But overall, I don't think any of this is surprising when you consider the fact that inflation is something that we've been dealing with for a long time. The real estate market has been crazy for a while. We've, we all know that. But uh, going forward, I want to give you all some tips that I feel like will help with inflation, that will help with increasing in, in fuel costs and gas costs. Some of our energy bills, you know, our light, our water, our gas bills are going up for our home as well. So overall, everyone is experiencing this increase in pricing, but no one's really giving advice on how to handle it. So that's what I look to do uh, going forward for the next several weeks is how to handle inflation and how to best create a plan so that you are in more control and you have more, more say around what happens. Okay. Episode is over. Please leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. The more you rate, the more you review. It's going to allow other people to see what we have going on, the community we're building, and the difference we're trying to make in personal finance. As a reminder, this podcast is no way a distribution of tax, legal, or investment advice. The Personal Finance Made Simple podcast is for general education purposes only. Any and all information I provide is strictly for that reason. I have I have, and will continue to provide an educated opinion. Lastly, I have not evaluated your financial snapshot, portfolio, or risk assessment. As a reminder, the status of your money is based on the decisions you make with it. So, why are you not taking your personal finances personal? <laughs>